Corporate MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Howdy, everybody. Welcome in. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. How are you guys doing out there? We are in studio today with my kid once. This is the second week in a row that you're in here. No, it's third. Third? Third week in a row, I think. We got to kick you off next week, I think. All right. So, no more Aiden Kiefer for a bit. For a couple months. A couple months. A couple months. Do you like being on the show? Depending on what it is. Like this week's show, yes. you like this yeah. because you know a lot about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It's easy to see why you guys should be going to KieferInkTesting.com right now and clicking on the RMATVMC banner. And what that does, that just drives you right over to Rocky Mountain, and we get a little slice of what you guys are purchasing, and we thank you guys for that very much. And uh, we see what you guys are purchasing. So a lot of stuff going out right now through Rocky Mountain, so thank you for doing that. And, of course, FXR Racing, KKMX35 is the code to save 35% off anything FXR-related gear. Aiden, what is your favorite set of FXR gear? Am I allowed to? Oh, no, sorry. What do you uh, my favorite one's probably the one I wear at Redbud. Oh, okay. That's probably my favorite one. Which or, is? I, I'd say second favorite. My my most favorite is the one that they specially made for me. Oh, the Monster Gear. Yeah. Which we will let the cat out of the bag on that. They will be making that. Are we sure about that, though? Yes, we are sure about that. So if you like Aiden's green and black gear, Monster Energy gear, yep. M-Claw gear, M-Claw, special FXR M-Claw. will be making a limited run of that. If you look at Brock Tickle or Aiden, he has... Uh, them two have been wearing this stuff for a couple months now, but since it's been uh, talked about a lot, uh, the guys over at FXR noticed that and said, let's sell some. So they might have like a limited run of 200 or so, so be ready for that. Be on the lookout for that. Yep. Uh, but you can go to fxrracing.com, click on anything over there, save yourself 35% KKMX35. And if you're a lady, that's right, ladies, we love ladies that ride dirt bikes over here at the Kiefer Inc. Testing uh, I have a special code for you, so hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and I will get you guys a special, ladies, get you ladies a special code, and that will save you more money than the guys. Yep. Because we want to keep ladies on dirt bikes as well. Right, Aiden? Yep. All right. Uh, Racetech, Racetech.com. Sales at Racetech.com is the email to save uh, whatever it is. You want suspension. You want engine services. Uh, you have a vintage bike, just email them. Use the word Kiefer10. Save yourself some money over there. And, of course, they do have a spring calculator. If you're not sure what spring to use on your new bike, head over there, and they will help you out that way too. Racetech does excellent work. They just did a Honda build for us at Racer X, and that will be in the new issue, so you can check that out. So uh, thank you to all our 2022 sponsors, Power Motorsports, Works Connection, Ride Engineering, Pro Taper, 60 ScreenPrintingDone.com, Dunlop Motorsports, Plum Creek Funding, Blood Lubricants, Decal Works, Lipro, and Fastco. And guess what? 
If you guys want to get an MRI, you're in the Southern California area, you ride dirt bikes, chances are you might need one. Yep. Right? Yep. God forbid if you need one, but you might need one. Mission Imaging, Robert Kong, 909-433-0575 is the phone number. Uh, just say you heard us talk about him on our podcast, and he will get you in, like, that week. Yeah. Also, Which, don't, don't uh, if you're squirmish, just uh, be ready. Yeah, well, it's an MRI. I mean, people yeah. know what it's about. I mean, yeah. Some people right. actually can sit still unlike you. Uh, I can't. All right, we're going to talk about the Redbud trip. This says, I feel like I've been talking about KTMs for the past week. That's all been up on my website is KTM. So we had to test six bikes, went to Redbud, did the 2023 intro. I brought my kid. He is spoiled as shit. I didn't get to do any of this stuff when I was younger. Do you realize how much cool shit you get to do? Yeah, I do realize it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so KTM brought us out there, uh, flew, I want to say seven or eight media. They brought Verb. Yeah, we don't need to name them all. Yeah, is I, I forgot. Is Dirt Rider like still go to intros and stuff? Yeah, they do, but who's they their, weren't. They weren't there. Alan their, Brown goes a lot of them. Alan Brown does a lot of Dirt Rider. Alan stuff. Brown's their guy now. Well, it's one of them. I don't know who they use. Is that other of. guy still there? Uh, yeah, I forgot his name too. Apologies, but yeah, he's there. I I never. I never yeah, Dirt Rider's still around. DirtRider.com is still around, but I don't know About much. The magazine. Magazine's gone. That was gone before I left. Got it. So. uh yeah, so Redbud, Tim Ritchie and family. Uh, man, what a great facility. Uh, it's my second time there. Aiden's first time. So you pop, you popped your cherry at Redbud. I did. How'd I you did. feel? It was a great time. <laughs> yeah. Awesome time. On and off How cool bike. is it when we're driving up in the bus and then you look out, you see the, the most- American flag and you see all the greenery and then the track? It's uh, What do you feel like, like? It's like, like I don't think you you, you went know, to you went to bed yeah. like the night before and you're like yeah we're gonna go ride red bud but yeah. then I don't think it hits you until you get there. I right? thought about that yeah because like um like the week before like I wasn't like I really never even thought about it like it never really hit me that I'm going to ride red bud right until like I got there and we're in the parking lot I'm like oh shit right. we're in we're at red bud right <laughs> it's pr- I after we went to red bud I was on the plane ride home and I was thinking about how many um, actually outdoor national tracks that i have ridden and i think i've been to nine out of the 12 rounds like tracks that i've been actually rode the tracks really so that's pretty cool so i think my bucket list is to try to ride all of them i haven't been to southwick i'd love to go to southwick oh uh and i haven't been to iron man iron man would be a sick one and i have not been to high point so those three i would love to go try and ride high point would be fun i think i think so yeah so within these intros, KTM invites all of us media guys, in case you guys don't know what it's all about. Are you chewing gum? Mm-hmm. Can you take that out of your mouth, please? Yeah. Uh, all of us out, and then basically we have a dinner. And what's cool is all of this, most of us get along through the media, so we have a good time. Um, and we just get to ride dirt bikes. And yeah. this time we had six dirt bikes to ride. So we had the KTM 125 SX two-stroke, 250, and 300. And then we had the 250 I want to say F, SXF, 350 and 450. They actually did have cross-country models, which I didn't ride there Yeah, because I I had six, and that was enough for me. Uh, So I'm all set there. And you actually rode the 125, the 250 four-stroke, and the 350 four-stroke. Yep. So So just the three bikes. Yeah, so let's just rip down. If you want to go to pulpmx.com, I wrote a story about the 300, 
and we'll talk about the two strokes first here. So I'm not a big two stroke guy. You guys know this. I just I feel like that part of my life is over with. Uh, kind of like the iPhone 4S. Uh, that was a good time for me. I had a lot of great content within my iPhone 4S, but I kept it. But I just feel like I put that away, you know? It's like the two strokes were fun. I liked them, but I have to work very hard to make myself have fun on a two stroke. And I and I feel like I don't want to work that hard anymore. I'm older. I want to work smarter, not harder, and four strokes kind of fit that whole dynamic. Yeah. I'm the same way. But you, I mean, you've rode two one twenty five. I know, but fun. like when I when I rode it, I was like, eh, like it didn't really like feel um, any different compared to like any other one twenty five that I've ridden. The KTM. Yeah. Well, you're jumping the gun, so I guess we'll just oh, talk about. Oh, I it. thought that's what we were talking about. Let's talk about in general. Your YZ one twenty five that was built. That thing was fun. Right. So yeah. you're saying the KTM, the stock KTM one twenty five SX was as good as your built YZ one twenty five. I think uh, no, but it was close. I believe. Where. Mid to top. So the the two strokes all have fuel injection, so it's not a TPI machine. TPI is different. Uh, right now, as far as I know, from what KTM has told me, the XCWs will still be TPI. Everything else will be FI. Mm. Uh, and it's electronic power valve. So there's a lot of cool innovations that's coming out in the two-stroke world. What I do appreciate is KTM is actually pushing the limits they're actually developing and doing things with two strokes because there is a market there obviously uh when i go to these races that we just went to over the weekend there's a shit ton of ktms yeah uh there's still a lot of two strokes so i like to see that they're still doing this okay uh i got only five we had what five six laps to do on each were they i think it was six six laps on the 125 six on the 256 on the 300 but uh, I may have double double dipped a little bit on the 300. So I got on the 125 first. For me, it was mid to top. It was very, very good. I think it's much cleaner than any other two-stroke that I have ridden. Aiden? Uh, so I think just honestly, like when I was riding the 125, it was clean. It had a nice crispy sound to it. It felt nice, but it just felt like a regular 125 to me. I do notice uh, from the last time I rode a KTM 125, I th- the mid to top, is uh is way better than what it was, and it did have a little bit more of a snap to it, but so, not like not uh not a whole lot. Right. So the FI is gonna. It's similar when if you guys remember, you're old and you listen to this podcast when carburation kind of was getting phased out, and you had an FI four stroke. It was smoother down low, but yet it just pulled harder, and yeah. that's kind of what this two stroke is. It doesn't have a lot of throttle response or excitement down on the front side, but what it does is it gets you out of the corner and it pulls harder. Yeah. Because uh, I think it's more efficient with its fuel, mm-hmm. and it just gets down the power gets down to the ground easier, then, and I have more rear wheel traction than I did with the carburation. Yeah, you're just not going to have that low end throttle response like you did with carburation, but yeah. you're not going to have the nightmare of trying to jet these things either. So, that being said, just a quick six, six laps that I have ridden, the 125 is better than the current model out right now. Uh, better as in I feel like it has more mid to top. It didn't lose that much low end, maybe a little bit of throttle response. But for me, the chassis is better. It feels light. Obviously, it it's a feel. 125. Yeah. It corners really good. Not a lot to talk about in the suspension side of things. It's air fork. You know, you can say what you want about air forks. I'm not a huge fan of air forks, but the track wasn't that rough when we rode the 125. No. But it is balanced. Yeah. And I like the new chassis. The 250... 
wasn't a huge fan just because it, I felt like the FI wasn't finished on this, and I will be completely honest with you guys. The Austrian the R&D guys, guys, guys yeah, they were, there. were there, and they're trying to figure some of this out because these bikes will not be in dealers until October, late September. Oh, October. Yeah. That was August. Uh, Now it's been pushed back a little bit. Got it. So the bikes that were there were the only ones in existence in North America. So they were working on some FI stuff. So I kind of told them, hey, this thing's detonated a little bit. It's a little bit lean, kind of fl- felt flat on top. And uh, so I was not too stoked to ride the 300. And then I rode the 300, and I was like, oh, you never got to ride it, huh? I never rode the 250 or the 300. The 300 is fun. The 300 is like a blend. If I can um, imagine a four-stroke having the rear-wheel traction, uh, the lugability of a four-stroke, but then have that lightweight uh, feel. feel of a two-stroke. It just kind of blends all that together. A 300 is almost like the perfect size in a two-stroke sizing versus like a four-stroke where the 350, I feel like, is the perfect size. Yep. Uh, it was just fun to ride. And what I really do like that the last year's bikes had, the 22s, is they're not vibrating a lot. I didn't notice a I lot of vibration. I did that, yeah. Less vibration than uh, old models. The KTMs used to vibrate like a son of a bitch, and I hated that. And made, sometimes it put my arms to sleep or it vibrated through the pegs, and I didn't really like it. Yeah. So whatever it is they did the chassis or it's the FI or whatever, there is less vibration with these two-strokes. So if you're a KTM guy and you notice vibration and you want to get a new KTM, there is less of that in the 23 models. So the 300 to me was the most fun bike to ride for me the, the whole week, the whole day. Yeah. Uh, that was unexpected because I love a 450. But at Red Bud, it's deep. Uh, I got to ride the 300 at the end of the day. It was kind of choppy and shitty off camber when you're on the edges of your tires a lot, and the 300 handled really good. I like about the new chassis is that when you're on the edges of your tires, the spike is planted and it feels good. Yeah. Um. So for me, that's a big win. And usually with two strokes, I get a lot of side-to-side movement or it's twitchy. This 300 wasn't that. Uh, so for me, there's a lot of positives. Is it the something that I want to go buy right now? No. But if I was a, like a 50-50 woods rider and a moto guy, I think the 300 would be awesome. Because you can be a little bit lazy and you fan the clutch and it, the recovery is really nice. Unlike the, the 250 or the 125, it takes more work. Again, I don't want to work that hard. I want to go fast on a dirt bike but not tr- try to try. work so hard. Yeah. So that is the beauty of the 300. So that was kind of like the consensus for me for the two strokes. Again, these are just really quick hit impressions. I didn't get a lot of time on them. We spent more time on the four strokes. But if you're interested in a KTM two-stroke, I think 23 is your year. If you have older models and you're thinking about a new one, you might want to sell your old one right now, put a deposit down on it. Because for me, if I was a two-stroke guy, I would lean towards a 300. Okay, moving on to the four strokes. <laughs> uh, so... Some of you guys asked me what goes on within these intros. So what what goes on? So I have Spencer Owens. He's our video guy, our photographer. It was me and Aiden and Spencer. We try to knock out videos and photos early. And then I, after Spencer gets enough of videos and photos, I try to ride more and test and tinker with things, right? Yeah, and then during that, he'll get more videos of us. So we, we wrote about almost... Probably, we rode we rode too many laps. Probably close to seventy laps. Yeah. Road, which if they gave us more time there, which I feel like we needed two days 
Dude. would have been nice to have two days over the course of six bikes. Yeah. Uh, would have gave us more time. But I try to use up all of my time on the track as much as I can to get familiar with the bike so I can relay this uh, these notes to you guys out there listening to the show. But for me, I just like it's it's fun for me to ride different tracks. And yeah. Red Bud is something that you just kind of don't want to get off of. No. You know? Oh, no. Mom called. I didn't answer the phone all day. She stressed out, wondering where the hell I was. We are just riding. And she's like, why haven't you called? And I'm, I've just been riding dirt bikes. Been riding all day. Burning fuel. Rode from 9 to what, 4.30? Yeah, 9.30, I think, because we had a... We yeah, because we had the intro and... We had the little riders meeting. Yeah. Uh, for those of you guys up our ass about the Rocco's Leap... No. We, we had intentions to do it, which I think only thing I could have did it on was... I think I could have done the 300. Yeah. And I think I could have done it on the 450. Really? On the 300? Yeah. That's how much... It was good. All right. But KTM said no. They said, do we not do it. They said, do not do it because... A, we don't want you getting hurt, and right. two, we don't want you breaking the bike. Yep. Because when you get a bunch of test guys around that, some of them are still good. Mosman still rides good. Jacob, uh, Jeff. Yeah, there's a lot of quality riders that still. A lot of young guys. Yeah. But I think some of these guys are just out of shape enough. They kind of would have sent it, yeah. and then maybe would have got hurt. Yeah. So we didn't want none of that. No. Uh, 250, Aiden. It's been a while. It's been a year since you've been on a KTM. Yeah. You've been on a Kawasaki. Yep. Which you like a lot. I love it. Uh, but you rode this KTM. You looked at yourself in photos. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the power? Let's just talk about the power on the 250F compared to your Cowie. So, to be honest, I didn't... Oh, compared to my Cowie, are we talking... Okay. Yeah, let's just put a 250 your your KTM that you rode at Redbud okay. versus your Cowie, your stock Cowie. Okay, so... I think uh, stock Cowie, it has a little bit more bottom end onto it. Okay. The mid to top kind of falls off in a certain range. But the uh, KTM, the bottom, it still like kind of feels like a normal KTM bottom, like not smooth. Yeah, smooth doesn't have a hard hit to it. But the mid to top, it pulls way longer. What map were you in? Uh, one, did two. You ever try map two. I did. I tried map two, and it did have a little more. bit more bottom, but I didn't like it. It was almost too much for me, so I just went back to map one. So there is. So you have one that's not enough, and two's too much. Two is way too much for me. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was after I rode the uh, one two five. I went on two fifty, uh-huh. and like I'm trying to corner. I'm like, why do I keep screwing up all these corners? Like I keep blowing them. I'm like wheeling coming out. So it's like, too jumpy. It's, it's yeah, it's too jumpy. It's too jerky. Okay, almost. So I'm a map two guy in the two fifty, but I will agree with Aiden in the fact that the Cowie has more throttle response, better low end, but the, the the KTM simply just pulls so hard and long from mid range to top, and it has a lot of overrev. Yeah. Where the Cowie comes out of second gear, it falls on its face really quick. This the second gear pull on a KTM doesn't fall on its face as quick. No, uh, it's almost like you can almost keep it in second gear a little bit longer too. Yes. So compared to a twenty-two standard edition two hundred and fifty to this twenty-three, I do feel like there is more low end a little bit. Yeah. And like Aiden said, map two. If you like excitement. Yeah. You're a bigger guy. I just think you need to grow a little bit. Like Eddie, for example. Eddie's like, man, I don't know if I'm a 250 guy. And then we gave him like the Husky, and he's like, oh, man, this thing so is So Eddie's great. like our buddy slash practice mechanic, uh, and he's 200 pounds. Yeah. And he loves the 250. He loves it. So if you guys are worried about being, hey, I'm, I'm a bigger dude, and you don't want <laughs> to ride worry. a 450, you can probably ride a 250 or and a have big, enough power. Yeah. Uh, I will say... Between the 22 standard edition KTM 250 and this this 23, mid-range meet, there's more there. 
I feel like top end, maybe not quite as much as the older version. Yep. But there is still a lot to be said about this 250 because I like the chassis more. The chassis for me is less rigid. A little more compliant. But and this is where it gets tricky because the old chassis was compliant but felt wallowy on lean angle, right? Yeah. So on lean angle, it got rigid because it was always moving around. So I didn't really like the way it felt. Now, this new chassis is a little bit stiffer-natured straight line, but I feel like his has less movement on lean angle on throttle, so it doesn't feel as rigid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we talk about how the bike is wallowy or rigid, those things are very, very close to one another because you can have a bike that moves and feels wallowy and then snaps back, and that rigidity comes into play. With this, I think the overall balance of the chassis is much better on lean angle, and this is important if you want to go fast, if you want to set up your corners, if you want to get out of a rut, move around. For example, finish line jump at Redbud, you have that left-hander, and then you go to the right-hander. Before the finish line. Okay. Yep. No, after. I'm talking about after. Oh. After the finish line tabletop, you have that left-hander. Cross you go across the start, the make right. the right. And then you got that's left, and then there's like a, a single, like after this left, you can go to the right before the drop away. Yep. There's a roller, the roller hump, yep. or you go outside. Well, you can go across. And you can come, come all the way left and cut back across the roller, which was, I feel like that was the 22 KTM 250's Achilles heel, is it couldn't get back and then cut across really good because it always would move around. Yeah. This 23 is much better in that way. And all, and 350 and 450, the whole thing. Across the board, the chassis is better because the 250, 350, 450 share the same frame. KTM did that in 2023. You could swap engines if you want and put the engine hangers on for each bike, and boom, the motors drop into all the frames. And then isn't the subframe different too? Like Between the bikes? No, just like didn't they do something different with the subframe this year, like crash compliance or something like that? There is. It's basically what they call a honeycomb. Yeah. It's so a like different it webbing. Uh, it's a it's a it's a composite. I shouldn't say composite because the Husqvarna was a composite uh, subframe, but it has a blend of carbon and aluminum. And, yes. Yeah. So within the subframe, so yeah. there is more compliancy in the rear end. Yeah. Um. So that being said, the chassis is the big difference for me on all the KTM's for twenty three. The the two fifty itself, I f- still feel like. It could use a better feeling fork. If you have this bike and it's new, it's going to take you seven hours to break in. We've talked about this with all these podcasts. Yeah. Like the fork takes a long time to break in. But it's an all-around good motorcycle for you. It's better It's better than last year's model. Yes, a little bit. Yes. But it's it's nice bike if you're 130 pounds or it's still a fun bike for 200 pounds. That's what's... It's cr- in the middle. That's why we have these shows, right? Like there's a lot of different types of listeners. Yeah. You're a younger kid. You came off a 125. Which engine character would be best for you? We stuck you on a KTM because it was smoother. Yeah. It wasn't going to hit so hard. It wasn't going to get you out of control. I feel like you could have been safe. The KTM is even safer now, in my opinion, if you have a child that's coming off a 125 because of the chassis is just better on straight line. Yeah. It's not be so busy. Um, there is fork conversions out there that you can uh, upgrade to if you don't want an air fork. The WP6500 kit is really good. It's only 1500 bucks. It's not as much as a cone valve. So there are those options. So that is good. 
Uh, let's talk about the 350. That's my second. 350 is so fun. Second favorite bike to ride of the day was a 350. They did a lot of work to the engine. Um, you can check it out over on uh, KTM.com. But, man, if there is a, a bike that is the ultimate vet machine for old dudes. is the 350. Let's face it. We get old. We don't have the stamina like we used to. We feel like we want to go fast. Our brains tell us to go fast, but, but our bodies can't. are like, nah. Nah. They're, we can't do it. Yeah. So the 350 has less rotating mass, less inertia than a 450, but this new, this new engine package from KTM on the 350. It is insane. It's, uh, it has torque. It does. And that's what, and that's what the really weird thing. blew me away because last year's bike, you had to rev it a little bit. And I was like, eh, I don't really, I don't want to rev my bike. I want to lug it a little bit, you know? Yeah. You're able to lug the 350. Like a 450. When you rode it, you're like, you ride 250, what do you think? Uh, when I first got on it, did I Did you was, ride it the same as the 250? I did, yes. Okay. And then I tried riding like a 450, and then I started noticing you can ride it like a 450. Like, I think uh, there's a couple times where I did a couple laps in third gear, yeah. and like not shifting at all. I'm like, this thing has enough power just to stay in third gear everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I was a map one guy on the 350. I felt map two uh, was a little bit too jerky on the 350 for me. That's weird because I liked map two more than map one. Oh, you must be well. You might if you're running third gear. That that's, makes sense. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but I was a map one guy on the 350. It has a lot of front side guys. So if you're looking for some torque and you're on the fence about whether to get a 450 or a 350, the 350 on the 23 side of things has a lot of that. Yes. It didn't lose top end. It has more mid range. So. Overall, just a meteor-style engine for the 350. There was really no negative for me. No. I tried to ride it a little bit and try to find something I didn't like. The only thing uh, that I could think of is the fork. Yeah, but engine-wise, man, it's just so fun. It almost I know. That's, over- the only, that's the only complaint I had was the fork. I feel like the, the engine is so good, I can almost get past the fork. And what I do notice for you East Coast guys out there... These bikes react differently. It's very heavy. So I was looking for pitching. I was looking for squatting, coming out of corners. Uh, I noticed my West Coast braking skills is not up to par on on the East Coast. I don't know if you noticed this, Aiden, but I was braking way too early in some corners because the dirt is so heavy and it sucks you down. I normally would have had my braking points wired for West Coast because it's harder packed and you kind of slide. Yeah. Uh, So I'd lit off, you know. A little earlier, and I can kind of coast and roll in my corners a little bit better. But man, East Coast dirt, you can break a lot later because it sucks you down really quick. It's sticky. Yeah. So I had to learn that. I like that the 350 didn't have a lot of engine braking, so there wasn't a lot of front end dive. It's just a friendly machine. It allows the vet guys to open up their riding. You can move around. It feels light. It has enough torque to get you over some jumps. If you're questioning it, I don't think you'd have a problem on the 350. Um, and I think you can last longer. What guy doesn't want to last longer, Aiden? I couldn't tell you. Right. I know you can't tell me. I can't So that is great. You. I'm glad you can't. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, I feel like the 350 2023 is a much improved machine. Could be bike of the year if we were doing that. Back at Dirt Rider, we did do that. And for me, uh, the <laughs> when KTM introduced the 350 sizing, it didn't make sense. It didn't have a lot of a second gear pull. It was kind of like a 250, but felt heavy. And now, several years later, this 2023 KTM 350 is probably the most 
fun four-stroke to ride out of anything right now. Yes. How's it going, everybody? Thank you for listening to the show. Listen to these commercials. Save yourself some money. Be right back. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. Screenprintingdone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! Screenprintingdone.com. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? Bloodlubricants.com. 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run... Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer, get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So... Great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save yourself some money. Email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts, I mean, I help him as well, but he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So, protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. 
you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit Power Motorsports today to explore what's new and approved for 2022. The YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with power for four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, just like what you guys see on Saturday night, both the YZ450F and YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphics packages. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with Yamaha's exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Visit Power Motorsports today, find your Yamaha YZ, and enter the victory zone. Get your new Yamaha at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it on here. That's right, the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Get your best deal and best pricing wherever it is. Right here, North America. I don't care where you're at. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Go visit them. Powermotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and dangerous. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at keferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. We're back. Thanks for hanging tight. On with the show. 450 side of things, you guys watched Factory Edition video. Nothing's changed on that side. I've been racing and riding the Factory Edition uh, with some modifications to it. I'm having a lot of fun on that bike. For me, again, the chassis is a much improved uh, chassis for me out here on the West Coast side of things. Uh, just like we talked about on the 250, I can run the edges of my tires and stay planted. I can stay on the gas. It feels light, even though it is heavier on paper. I think it's about four and a half pounds heavier, maybe more. Uh, 
It does corner a little bit slower, but I don't mind that as much. I like more of a stable machine, so if it corners a little bit and feels a little bit heavy in the corners, I can adjust that with my riding style. Um, I'm a map one guy in on the KTM 450 side of things. Uh, I also raise the air fork pressure to 11 bar, especially at Redbud when the dirt is heavy. I did that also with the 350 to 10.9 bar, and then with you, we ran about 10.6 on the 250 side of things. Yep. Uh, again, these bikes were new, so they're a little bit hard. We talk about trying to break through the crust. Uh, that will get better after about six to seven hours, so that'll improve. But for me, if you guys always ask me, what do you like better, Chris, Yamaha or KTM? The KTM is a friendlier bike to ride for me because I can ride it harder because it doesn't have as much low end for me. So I can... I force myself to come into corners harder, come out harder because I don't have as much power. Yeah. Uh, but for me, it's just easier to move around on the track with the KTM 450. Compared to your 250 side of things on the Cowie side. Yeah. What's easier for you to move around the track, the KTM 250 or the Cowie? Uh, dep- well, I haven't really rode my Cowie in East Coast dirt. Yep. So, but out here, uh, I'm gonna have to say probably my Cowie. Just for right now, I feel like if I rode the uh, KTM out here, then I would know. But I say, I'm going to say Cowie. I move around a little bit more. You rode the KTM at Paula when we had it, the factory edition. Oh, yeah, that's right. I and you proceeded to Indo because <laughs> you hit false neutral. Yeah. And, and then you I also crashed at Redbud, too. I did. Which we'll talk about here in a minute. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you, you've had a little bit of time on it. Yeah, but I'm still, I'm going to have to say the Cowie. I think I can move around a little bit more on the Cowie. Stability-wise? Stability wise, I'm gonna still have to say uh, I'm gonna have to say Cowie. Okay. Still, I feel like if I same thing because the Paula wasn't that rough. What about what about sitting on the bike ergonomically? I feel I actually felt great. Like K- KTM or Cowie for you? Uh, to be honest, I'm gonna have to say uh, probably KTM. Okay. I'm gonna say K- surprise. You like the bar bend on the KTM? Yeah, and I noticed that too. Is that uh the bar didn't feel as rigid as normal for some reason? Maybe which is weird because the bar mount itself is stiffer yeah. because uh the 22 bar mount would you just look at it and it would tweak and then bend your you know tweak out your front end <laughs> so now it's a little bit better you can crash aiden had a crash didn't twist as bad as it would have in 22 wanted my brains out yep so uh for me ktm is is a good uh bunch of r&d guys over there they're improving the machines they're getting better i wish to god they would go to spring fork but i just don't see that happening I guess that leaves up the aftermarket or going to a cone valve, a pro component, which is more money, which is not friendly when you're buying a $10,000 to $13,000 motorcycle, which is tough to swallow. Um, but for me, I really enjoy KTM. If I, you ask me what bike do I want to race, uh, there's two bikes that come to mind, Yamaha and KTM. And the reason why KTM comes to mind is because of its easy power delivery and I can move around the machine, and I like it even more now because of the new chassis. So you could be seeing an orange bike at the Red Lens. Big move, big shaking it up. Are you sure about that? I don't know. Pretty sure. We'll Are you see. Sure. Are we 100% on that? Not 100%. What are we, 50 50 right now? No, it's more than 50. I would say it's like 80%. 80? Mm hmm. So there's 20. I have a big test next week from back to back bikes. Okay. Uh, at Paula, which will be grabby dirt. Yeah, Yamaha and KTM. I'm going to ride them both back-to-back. Oh, regional. Before the regional and really decide what I want to do. So 
uh, we'll go from there. But as of right now, I've been racing and riding the crap out of the KTM 450 and having a great time. We have over 30 hours on the 450 that I have. And I have that AIM ECU, which has been really nice. Uh, Jamie from Twisted Development Exhaust Flange, an FMF exhaust. And I'm running T4 fuel. And it's fast as shit. Faster than Yamaha? Yes. Wow. But delivery is much different. It's smoother and then just long. Where the Yamaha, like I said, is very abrupt, low end, and then just kind of falls off a little bit earlier than the KTM. So, uh, overall, had a great time at Red Bud. Uh, thank you to the KTM guys and the Richie family f- for allowing us to come out there and uh, beat up their backyard because I guess that's Tim's backyard, which is amazing. He has I was just thinking about how, how long it takes to mow that grass. I'm sure he has workers for that. That's so long. I would work there. Really? I actually, if, Tim, yeah. if Tim came up to you and said, hey, man, uh, I'll let you ride here, but you have to mow the grass and you have to do the work here, would you do it? Oh, hell yeah. What about Chloe? You going to leave leave Chloe and go to Michigan? Yep. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There's your answer. It's messed up. Sorry. All for a track. All for a track. I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, thank you to Tim and KTM and Jammy and Andy J and Tom Moen and all the guys over at uh, at the KTM North America group for, uh, for doing an intro that is different than California. You guys are up my ass about going to different tracks, so we went to a different track, and I appreciate it, and the bikes do react differently. If uh, I had more time and slash money, I would go back east more because it really does show the bike's chassis weaknesses, and then also in the engine department, it shows which bike can stay on top of that soft dirt more. So uh, KTM has done a better job with their engine and chassis to improve that side of thing on East Coast, If you go back to my podcast last year and talk about KTMs on wet, soft dirt, I'm not a huge fan of it because of the frame and the the flex characteristics. Characteristics? Can you say that? Characteristics? Yep. Uh, Of the 22, it was kind of flimsy and like a wet noodle. So when the, the track got deep and ruddy, it wasn't great. But the 23 chassis has improved that. So we're going to continue to ride these things and give you more information you know, it's a lot, a lot of that stuff's going to be here on the West Coast. But now that I have an idea of what you guys are riding back east more, uh, I did a little bit before, but now that I've rode Redbud just recently, it's been 10 years, so I have that fresh in my mind. So I'll kind of hopefully relate some of that to you East Coast guys as well. Um, I know some of you guys are wondering, hey, you know, you guys go to these intros and everything's all strawberries and cotton candy and pink lemonade and, and the bike sounds great. There are shortcomings to the bike. So for me, the shortcomings are fork, harshness. Uh, there is still vibration within the four strokes. I don't know if you noticed that in the 250 from your Kawasaki. I did notice that a little bit more. Uh, going to a different handlebar on the KTM will help you. Go to Pro Taper Evo bar. Aiden's on a crossbar, which he shouldn't be on. Crossbar's I, life. Crossbar sucks. Crossbar's life. If you're young, I guess... 16 years old and have good bones and you're not old, then you can go to a stiffer bar. But I am older and I want more flex. So if you're older and you want a little bit less vibration, more flex, the Pro Taper Evo bar is the way to go. And uh, some of the things for me that are really good, ergonomically, that KTM is much better than the Yamaha. Uh, I love the foot pegs on it. Wide, Wide. long, feels good on my feet. I feel like I I can find the balls of my feet better on a KTM versus my Yamaha. Yep. I don't know if you have any little quirks like that. Uh, I didn't. One thing I do like. I mean, you're really good at getting on the balls of your feet, but I don't know. 
if you have something like that. One thing about the foot picks that I do like is how, uh, like out here on the Cowie, if you slam into a rut or something and dirt gets up in there, it's stuck. Yeah. It's stuck. The KTM, KTM doesn't do that. Right? I never have one problem. There's really no room for any mud to go. No. So that is an improvement. Big improvement. Yep. I like the looks of the KTM. Do you? I, I like him. I think uh, this KTM looks better than the factory edition. I'm talking know. about like the lines and the like the shrouds and stuff. Do you like the sharp shrouds and the long shrouds of the KTM? Uh, I, the front fender, I'm kind of out on. Yep. Uh, looks a little too wide for me. Okay. And on uh, when you're riding it, mm -hmm. but I think it looks good. Things to keep an eye on: uh, bolts on the KTM will vibrate loose. I was at a race this weekend. Subframe bolt came out. Uh, clutch cover bolts vibrate out. Engine mounts will vibrate out. Keep an eye on your chain slider pad on your swing arm. Those are really shitty. Uh, they're like the old Cowies where they're kind of buttery. So you might want to stock up on those. Yes, the KTM parts are probably getting better right now. They were scarce, but 23s are coming here in June. So parts will be available. It will be much better. Sprocket bolts. Keep an eye on sprocket bolts, please. All your bolts, just every and single spokes. bolt. Yes. Uh, KTM is don't have the 23s don't have the best wheels slash rims out in there. stock form uh, i seem to bend the shit out of those things all the time so just keep an eye on things this bike vibrates more the four strokes vibrate more than the japanese model so make sure you have some blue loctite handy and your torque spits because there's plenty of those on a ktm yes and if you guys are looking for something cool this is not even a sponsor of the show but bolt hardware they make these bolt kits Get, get yourself a pro pack or whatever they sell. We have some in the shop. Uh, you miss a bolt, it flies off, or you whatever. Got These it. little bolt pro pack, they have them all right there. And they're factory bolts. Perfect. It's awesome. It's great. You got that for the Cowie because the Cowie's a piece of shit that way too. Yep. It's a bad problem. Right. So, and Aiden sucks at tightening things at times. Oh, oh my fork lugs. Oh, they're loose when I did it. So, if you have a teenager, might want to get a bolt. Pro Pack, because it's going to help you. And they're not a they're not a sponsor. We buy ours. Yeah, we buy them. So, thank you, Bolt, for making cool shit like that for especially for fathers to keep their head straight when you got teenagers with their heads up their asses <laughs> at times with their bikes. So, uh, anything else to add in? Oh, and if you want a KTM, then this is a sponsor plug on the show. Uh, Power Motorsports have those in stock, and if you want a 2022. KTM 250 SX, two-stroke, 8K, 8000 bucks. KTM 450 SXF in stock, $9,000. So, uh, and if you want a 150, they still have them. SX, 7200 bucks. 125 SX, 7K. So, Power Motorsports, email me. I'll get you in contact with them. And they do still have 2022s in stock. So, that is a uh, nice plug from Power Motorsports right there. Speaking of Power Motorsports, I'm getting a bike tonight. That's a green bike, but you're on a whole different. This is not a green episode, Aiden. No, but still, thank you, Power Motorsports. Uh, yeah, so over here at Keyframe Testing, we're going to be wide open with racing coming up the next next few weeks. This we have summer. regionals next week. Obviously, Paula, hang, uh, Paula National Openers this weekend. Yep. Hangtown is next weekend. We have the regional next weekend, and then we have hopefully no racing the following weekend. But if Aiden doesn't make it out of his regional, we have to go to Utah. I hope I don't have to go to Utah. <laughs> and then after Utah, we go to Mammoth for 10 days. So then we're going to be in Mammoth. And then after that, I'm going to be deep 
into testing some confidential stuff. So I'm going to be in the dark for two weeks. Good so time. we're going to try to get some shows up for you guys. I'm going to load up front side uh, some shows coming up. So I might be MIA for about two weeks over here at KeeferInkTesting.com. So if you see KeeferInkTesting.com not updated for maybe a week and a half, don't stress. We're not out of business. I'm just busy. I'm one human being right here until Aiden gets old enough to run the website, which he should learn by now, <laughs> and put some content up. We're going to try to get Coffee with the Kiefers up. I'm looking at my wife right now, and she says there's content available that we can do this, and people are demanding it, Heather. They want it back. I'm sorry there is no one that wants to buy this because it is a risque podcast, but we are going to be back uh, with Coffee with the Kiefers uh, this week. Memorial weekend, I think we should just nail one down. Oh. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? You just swapped uh, headphones with Aiden. I did. So you feel confident about our content that's going to come out? Yeah, super confident. You yeah. said that we got content, and most of it's going to be probably about Aiden. Probably, for sure. Aiden. Coffee with Aiden? I've got two things that I want to talk to you about. Oh, boy. That she doesn't even know about, but uh, we'll get to. Can I get some forewarning? Nope. What? It's going to be great for the show. I love surprising you on the show. <sighs> oh, it's a fun time. Jesus. So, uh-huh. if you guys have any questions about the KTMs, hit me up. Give those mics back to Aiden, please. Don't uh, hit me up about KTMs. because I. You want, if you want merch, anything. though, if you want merch, uh, Heather at KeeferInkTesting.com. If you have questions about merch well, or complaints I gotta, or bitches. I got to go update the merch because you've been taking merch and now it's all fucked up again. That was the first F-bomb. F-bomb's free until you get here. Oh, well. It was free of F-bombs. Gotta have you one. You get here and then have one. Gotta have one. This was a PG. I could actually put friendly kid show before I loaded this. Now I can't. F-bomb. There we go. Sorry. So you want to know if Aiden slips up, that's where he gets it from, Mrs. Kiefer. But merch questions, hit up the missus. Heather at KieferInkTesting.com. Also go to the shop on our website. There's stuff available. We're going to get some new stuff. Heather wants yep. bucket hats. Yes, I do. You want bucket hats? I think bucket hats would be sick. Uh, if you guys want something. That, Someone uh, wanted long sleeves, and I told him not right now. It's, we're getting into long summer. Long sleeves are cool. We should have long sleeves. We are, but I'm just saying not right now. Who wants a long sleeve when it's 91 degrees it, outside? The sun dips, and it gets cool. Well, and then you want a long sleeve. So, yeah, anyway, no, one's, no one's out when, they, listen, when the sun dips. Listen, if you want some new merch, maybe you want long sleeves, hit up. Heather, and in the ca- and in the subject line, put long sleeves, please. I'm gonna work on some new some new designs, maybe. Yep. Yep. If you any women out there want some women tees available, so, uh, you can design something there too. Yep. On okay. it. Okay. All right. Here I'm gonna. Do you have any questions about the bikes, people? Hit me up, Chris at KeeferInkTesting.com. Happy to help you guys. You see me at the track? Come over and talk to me. Let's talk dirt bikes, uh, family problems, girl problems, uh, bike problems. I'm a one-stop shop over here, Aiden. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm fine about it. Okay. Yeah. I don't got your any- homies listening to the Kiefer Inc. testing podcast. You know that, right? Yeah, I know that. Okay. I'm just saying I don't got any of those problems, though. You what? I don't got any of those problems. You don't got no girl problems, but you got problems. <laughs> There's a lot of problems that you got, and we can this whole other show that could be on coffee with the Kiefers. But um, thank you for going with me to Redbud. I'm glad you got to experience that. Thank you for taking me. It was fun. Uh, Getting to ride with you a little bit there. It's something that uh, when I'm dead and gone that you can remember. Yep. You know, riding my dad at Redbud, you know? 
watching you watching me eat. Oh yeah, crap. let's talk about that real quick before we get off there. So <laughs> when I see the water truck come out, you guys know what's gonna happen. Okay. It's gonna be slick. Hold on, let me finish and you can have whatever you need okay, to talk about. Okay. I said, Aiden, hey, this is what I do, people. Aiden, be careful. It's probably slippery over there in the water truck. Yeah, Dad. Yep. This is what he says. I don't know what your teenagers do, but it's yep. That you know right when they say yep. There ain't shit going on in that brain. It goes one ear out the other. Don't give a shit about what you just said. Aiden, be careful. They just water track. Okay. So, of course, I'm riding. Aiden, I'm behind you. And then I just feel like you lose your shit when I'm behind you. Yeah, leave me alone. I'm not doing anything. I'm just riding. And then you, you like have to show me something or prove to me how good you are. I know how good you are. He goes off. If you guys go back and watch Red Bud... You drop down the hill, drop away, you make the left, and it has that turning double. Well, homeboy just watered, shouldn't say homeboy, Tim watered the face of the jump, which needed it. Aiden proceeds to hit the edge and then just slide up the face, and I see the oh shit moment. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good one. Because you know how you slide up the face and swap one way, and then when you land, it comes back the other way real quick, and just bam! And that's what Aiden did. But like a cat. Stop screwing with your mic. Stop with the cat. Ninja cat over here. Being young. He like rolled out of it somehow. Hit and then bounced up and then ran away from it. <laughs> Backwards. So I'm like, oh man, you got so lucky. But it was a good slap. Like it slapped him down good. So I had to stop on top of the jump so no other dudes would land on the bike because there's a blind landing. Yeah. So Stapleton comes up. He's like, you want to check on your kid? I'm like, nah, he's all right. I see him walking around. He's fine. And you hear him on the go, <gasps> what do you got to say? I'm Nothing a, now, right? I'm a great crasher. And I don't want to be the guy, the, the the magazine that just Fs up bikes. I know. And guess who has to ride up your piece of shit up to the rig? Me. Right. But guess who has to tell people? You. Hey, man, my son just crashed the bike, dude. I'm sorry. Uh. Is he okay? Yep. What is the bike okay? No. The bike was fine. It's twisted. It's packed in mud. The, the guys bike. Had, they have to pull the. They, they had to twist the whole front end back. No, it was just the mounts. I watched them. They just pulled the mounts back. Yeah, but they had to loosen it up. Yeah, I know. But like these I, guys worked their butts off all week. Last thing they want to do at the end of the day is do more work. I tested out that new subframe that they said is crash compliancy. Okay, this is where we're at, folks. So. <laughs> this is my time. I'm on a high, and then I'm on a low with Aiden. I'm on a high, and then I'm on a low. It's like it just, yep, it's like a roller coaster. So, but I had a good time regardless. Thank you uh, again to everybody for uh, having us, and I look forward to more intros in 2023. If you guys are wondering what's going on with the other bikes, people are claiming that I'm not going to see, and I mean me as in media, are not going to see the bikes until... Well, Yamaha machines, I should say. Yamaha's until July, August. Like, we won't even see them. Like, we won't even be able to see them on the internet until then. That's lame. That sucks. Uh, Husky's already out. We're supposed to do a Husky intro somewhere. That'll be fun. Cowie's out. Cowie's out. Honda is going to unveil their stuff next Friday. Honda? Didn't they just already come out with the bike? A brand, what, didn't what, they? What uh, bike did they come out with, son? Last year. That's a new bike. 23 is KTM. It's every year is a new bike. 
I know, but like I thought last year. I'm was talking like about big. they're introducing machines. They're going to introduce their 23 machines at Paula the Friday before Paula. Okay. Um. So look for that coming up. And uh, so yeah, we're going to have things trickling down the line here at KeyFringTesting.com and RacerX. If you guys want to subscribe, 12 issues, 30 bucks. You can go to RacerX and subscribe. Get yourself uh, a free sunshade for your vehicle. You can go to PulpMX.com if you want to watch. Uh, the Pulp MX show on Mav TV. Check that out too. We are on TV, folks. Holy shit! I can't believe we're on TV. That's amazing. And tomorrow, I think there's a best of show. So I think there's going to be a lot of good times within that show. Go. If you guys haven't subscribed to Mav TV Plus for the Nationals, do that and watch the Pulp MX show on Mav TV. And uh, as always, we will see you at the track. Oh, real quick, say hi. Hi. That's Aiden's girlfriend, everybody. Never been in studio. She got to see Aiden in action. You did fairly good, son, for having your, your woman in studio. Thank you. Thank you. So all the ladies listen to the show. Aiden's off the market, right, Chloe? Yes. There it is. Sorry. I'd be sorry. Be happy. Home life. Home life. Home life. Do you know the theory about home life, Chloe? Nope. So my theory is, rise writers, that you have to have a good home life, which is home life is Heather, Aiden, everything has to be good here at home for you to be good racer. Because if you're not good in at the house, your mind's somewhere else and you won't be able to ride very good. So <clears throat> having a nice girlfriend or boyfriend, you do cheer, right? Aiden doesn't be a good boyfriend to you. You might not be able to do your cheer as good because your mind is screwed up because Aiden's being a dork. Yeah. Same thing with Aiden. If he has a good girlfriend and he's doing good things here at the house, he might race better because he's happy. Stressless. Stressless? Stressless. <laughs> Stressless. Stressless. Do you believe in that? Yeah. Okay, there you go. That's Chloe, everybody. So, Aiden, uh, congratulations on your on your girlfriend. Thank it's, you. It's different for me as a parent, but Chloe's a nice girl. So, good job. Thank you. All right, guys, that does it for the show. Yeah, a little bit of everything here. KTMs, family talk, merch, girlfriends. It's all here on the Key for Tested podcast. Tell your friends. We'll be back next week. See Later. you, guys.